Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Allie, what did you do for your... I want to hear how messy your bachelorette was. I'm only <laughs> assuming you got arrested and met Eminem in jail. <laughs> I wish. Ours was pretty chaotic, though. It was really fun. Or ours. Mine was fun. I turned my annual girls trip into... We just turned it into my bachelorette party. And we rented a house in Charleston, South Carolina. And we rented the bottom floor of the house. And the top floor was rented by these MBA guys who were on their spring break. And so we ended up just partying with them the whole time. And you know, my buddy Palmer, that's how I know him. You met him on that bachelor party? I met his best guy friend from college on that. And his buddy Jay moved to Chicago. And then we all went out one night and he invited Palmer. That's how I met him. What does NBA guys mean? Like players? MBA. M. M. I was like basketball. <laughs> Masters of Business Administration. Yeah. Oh, and they had all went to Emory. Hey. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Swoop, swoop. So, so, so uh, yeah, we had a riot. We played flip cup tournaments and everything. And my friend Sarah, I have this great video. She was so black. She was so drunk. <laughs> she also listens to this podcast. She was so drunk. She, you know, the point where like you almost become incoherent where all of a sudden we're all like partying, having fun in the back, playing flip cup. And we look over and she is like in the corner of the yard, having a heart to heart with the golden retriever <laughs> that my buddy Jay brought. And he's, she's like, rolling on the grass with it and like longingly looking into its eyes. Ugh. And oh my God, we were crying laughing. She was dancing and swaying over it, just like by herself in the corner. Like no one was even anywhere near her. It was so funny. That's a great drunk story. Like it ends safely and just loving a golden retriever. Yeah, it was great. It's very PG like this podcast. It's pure. Very. <laughs> yeah, very. But yeah, we didn't get up to too many shenanigans. Just a silly good time. Lindsay, do you have yours planned? I'm not doing one. Because you've already done it all. Uh, I've done it all. I've been to. <laughs> She's danced with every golden retriever. I have. Yeah, <laughs> I've met everyone in the NBA. I. I just. I'm already asking people to travel for my wedding, and so I just always feel like let's take another. And I just. I think I'd be stressed the whole time at all the different friend groups trying to like hang out. I would just be <laughs> too much. Mm -hmm. Danny, how are you feeling about yours? Good. A couple days from now. I know. What were the penis cutouts for? That you send us. Those are for name tags. So we, what's been so nice is that Marco and I, you know, we are planners inherently. And so we've given up <laughs> control. His group of friends are obviously like psycho planners. They're so good and meticulous and creative. So um, they're taking on a bunch of the planning. And then my friends are also doing wonderful things. They're, um, we're doing a part where we <laughs> divide and conquer. So my crew is 
I, I do know what we're doing. We're doing a cooking class where we're going to make a ton of crab rangoon, which is my favorite food. <laughs> so a I, truckload of crab rangoon. Fuck ton. That was specifically called out in the invite. It was. Danny has requested crab, crab rangoon. rangoon. <laughs> a frick ton. I was talking to my friend Brian about like, you know, because I'm the same way, Lindsay, and that like I'm really you know, nervous about, not nervous, but I'm just conscious of like the effort people are making and we're doing it in Chicago. So like my friend Saren is traveling in is the only one, but it's local, which is nice, but I'm still, you know, we're still asking people to give up a weekend. And, uh, I was just saying like, you know, I hope people like have fun and that like, you know, they cross mingle and we're, he was like, look, dude, it's your party. Like if you want to make Thomas the crab rangoon bitch and make him walk around all weekend with a crab rangoon. And every time you say you want one, he hands you one, that's up to you. <laughs> yeah. So I, Hell yes. So I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm not, I don't know if I'm gonna go so far as that, but I'm gonna eat a ton of crab rangoon. Oh yeah, that's the way to live. It's like, what's that quote from Johnny Cash where he's like in bed with a cup of coffee with her? Yours is like with my friends with a crab rangoon. Like it's like his idea of paradise. We've seen that quote with a cup of crab rangoon. Yeah, yeah. and more crab rangoon. <laughs> Yeah, so we're, I'm so excited we're going to do, like, you know, we're doing Friday night, we're doing some relaxing spa stuff, Saturday night, we're dividing and conquering, and then we have a party that night, and then Sunday we're going to see a drag show. So going to be so fun. Thank you. I'm very, I'm very, very excited, and- It's going to be awesome. We've been pretty nervous still about, like, hoping we don't, like, get sick or COVID this week, so knock on wood, mm-hmm. and- which is funny, because, like, before times, you could still be, like, nervous about getting sick before a big party, but anyway, so we're, we're laying low, and then Friday- YOLO. Rager. The wheels are off. And then we've got like 12 days between that and then the next shower, which is Marco's mom's. And then- Okay. It's good recovery time. Yes. Yeah. We've got like a month-ish until the wedding and and in between two weeks we can lay low. I've been talking to Steve a little bit because he's been at the helm of the uh, planning. So I love him. He's such a hoot. He's the best. Yeah. One of the nights. So the, the theme of the weekend, I think, is penis and rainbows. Of course. So I've got candy from our very first live show that I'm going to bring. Um, <laughs> I'm saving it for this moment. Five years old. And uh, I don't know, though, what's like happening on that penis and rainbow night. So I'm so excited. One can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fill in the blanks for yourself. By the time this episode posts, we'll know right. Right. how it went. Oh. Allie, are you excited? I guess you've got great costumes. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. My outfits are nearly complete. So really psyched. I'm going to be there for all the activities except for one. Perfect. But I'm going to be, I'm there Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. I'm rallying. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. I bought 365 hour energies. We got 300 energies (laughs) and uh, a bunch of charcoal pills to recover liquid IV. Oh, that's smart. And I think our, I think our friend is bringing around 2000 milligrams of weed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for 30 people for three days. So even if everybody- 2,000 milligrams. Oh my, holy shit. That's like a, it's like a drug mule. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I hope you don't remember a thing. No chance. <laughs> I love that we cold opened this. We never do that. This is great. Did we just have our first cold open? We just launched right into our bachelorette, bachelor parties. Oh, you mean, you mean the thing I've been trying to get us to do for two years? <laughs> That's great. That's great. That cold open sponsored by Lindsay Rush. <laughs> yeah. And her mastermind. The houndings of Lindsay Rush. <laughs> Shut up and hit record. We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The most Lindsay thing in the world. I want to capture it. We always just me and Dan are just casually talking. I know, but like it's all the stuff we do want to talk about. I know it is. It and is. then we have to like fake come on. I'm not being a killjoy. I'm being a fun, fun gun. <laughs> this is fun. This is how we have fun here. <laughs> 
So do we need to do like a... Now what do we do? So, hey, I'm lost now. Do we clap? Now rules are... <laughs> we didn't clap for Sue. We didn't clap, but... It's too late to clap. But you know what? We just... hit record right as we were doing this. Susan's probably going to kill us, but... <laughs> Sorry, Susan. So should we cover this week's super important news that we have new standings for our music league. Yeah, first and foremost. Feels like a priority. I've created a beast that actually I did not create. I just unleashed onto a new arena. Allie, tell us the standings. Highly competitive for all the wrong reasons. So the standings are, oh, oh my God, in first place is that Allie LaFevre with 60 points. Oh my God, what? Followed by Laura Morgan and then Haley Lynn. Bravo. Bravo us, right? All women, girl power, (laughs) girls are doing it for themselves. International Women's Day and the leaderboard is all women. Today's International Women's Day. Aw, look at us go. Thank you so much for voting me. In this spot, I will make you proud. Now, to be clear, the round winners of the last time, Allie, you placed number five, and not to humble you, but just so that we could celebrate the winners. Correct. Um, correct. In first place of episode three was Haley with the ever classic semi-sonic closing time. Yes. Great. With 30 points. In second place with a WAP was uh, Diana with 24 points. And then third place was Deli Platter, which I'm, I don't know if that was your given name, but I love it. <laughs> and Abba Gold got you the bronze. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Wonderful. Abba Gold is the album. Yes. In which Abba sings, gimme, gimme, gimme. So we've got Allie in the lead. Lindsay, you're number five. And I am playing. Yes, <laughs> I'm playing. I Yes, I have six points. I'm only 54 behind Allie LaFever. You know what? This is the first time you've ever been in the third spot in terms of ranking in our podcast. You're always the fan favorite, Danny. That's true. You're always number one. So I love to watch the mighty fall. <laughs> you know, leaders eat last, and that is my approach oh, to the music there we go. <laughs> I pick up the crumbs of points. <laughs> <laughs> well, something cute I wanted to share is one of our fun reviews that came in this week I wanted to read. It was an adorable five-star review on iTunes, and the title is Sabres Up. And it is by Elafly43. And they said, just discovered this podcast and am obsessed. Taking it in all at once, just like Luke Skywalker takes in Han Solo's dot, 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 love. The hosts are hilarious. Love the early Potter seasons, but also sending a special thanks for pandering to Gen X with a Star Wars season. I never thought I could laugh this hard while moisture farming. So I thought that was cute. I forgot about moisture farming. Yes. We learned a lot that season. Really did. I know. Not a dry thing in the house. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing was dry about Tatooine. That is true. Oh, that's so cute. So I wanted to share that. That's wonderful. Lindsay, is that you on Patreon? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Sorry. I don't know what our segue was to that. I was just looking it up to see if there was anything about moisture to see if I could. There really wasn't. (laughs) Like moisture farming. If moisture farming wasn't enough (laughs) and you're looking to get extra wet, take it away, Lindsay. Join our Patreon, where we read things like... Speaking of, speaking of being wet. <laughs> Quick reminder, in addition to all the fun that we have on the pod, um, and so excited to all the new listeners that are catching up, uh, there is a ton of content over on our Patreon. Um, so we have over 45 quickies, 46, and most of those have a couple different parts. So there's hundreds of episodes. Plus, we've got games, 
behind the scenes, behind or behinds. We've got video when we were all in the same place. What a dream. Aw, <laughs> those were the days. And I don't think we ever promoted on the podcast, but during the breaks is when we typically post the quickies so that you never have to have a dry spell. Uh, we did a super fun story, which was Lindsay Rush. A Shit's Creek story. I forgot the name of this one. That's really, it's really silly. The name was uh, on Comet, on Cupid, on Boner, and Blazon. Brilliant. <laughs> because that is a mouthful. It was our first weed story. It was a mouthful, wasn't it? Yeah, for somebody. For sure. David and Patrick hooked up in the Rose Motel on Christmas Eve. So good. And it was in like a very special room with mirrors on the ceiling and they smoked and I think we made a yep busted nutcracker joke. We had a lot of oh yeah. It was a great story. It was a great it was funny. And it was our first time dipping into that fandom. So we shall be back. Yes. Yeah. And what's fun is that when we reach into the fandoms, we typically like ask a couple of stories. We have a few shits creek in our backlog. So anyway, check out the Patreon. I think we already have a cue of what we're gonna do in between the next seasons and just in general. So Check it out. Let us know what you think. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on over. Come on in. We did get the story I had shared with the both of you for the new fandom that we were going to do for a quickie. We got approval on that story. Heck yeah. Any author is very excited. So I can't wait. I don't think we should tease it out yet. It is very current. So basically, if it's a fandom that we may not do for an entire season or if we want to dip our toe into it, we do quickies. Yeah. On Patreon. So that's where we have a ton of different ones. Yeah, sort of like a Marvel release in the big screen and a Marvel release on Disney Plus. Like the more that you consume all the content, the more it all yeah. makes sense. <laughs> for sure. We have our subplots on the quickies. I like to think of this as one big AU. <laughs> you imagine. If you've been listening and you've been very confused, it's because you might not be getting the full story. There we go. That's true. Even more incentive to get on our Patreon. No. Or it's because we have reordered the episodes without talking. <laughs> We've done twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's in our show notes, but patreon.com forward slash fangasm is how you learn more about our Patreon. And it's a silly good time. It is. I think without further ado, it's blowdown shot time. No, I want to self-promote more. <laughs> wait. <laughs> No, wait. <laughs> My favorite. Okay, just one more. Well, I want to promote uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Spidey's MJs. This story is so much fun. Great. The sex is perfectly paced. Yes. And I'm obsessed with both of them. Same. Both the writers and Peter Parker and MJ. Yeah, and I mean, essentially, they dined al fresco. They went up to the roof after the bar closed and hooked up on the countertop, and he went down on her, and it was fantastic. And it ended with her saying she was ready to return the favor. Uh-oh. <laughs> Up on the roof. I think that's what Carol King was singing about. I think that's sort of it, isn't it, right? They had, like, it was a great hookup, but that's really, like, the crux of it. Hooking up on the roof. Yeah. I hope this week someone submits Up on the Rooftop, the Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, right. That's what we said last week. We were supposed, damn it, we were supposed to do that. But they're still on the roof. Up on the rooftop. Dick, dick, dick. 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 <laughs> Shall we? I think we should get into it. Danny's reading. Yeah, let's do it, Dan. So we are about to have the best time in the whole wide world. With the longest episode of the season. <laughs> and the longest dick is the reason. Let's hit it.
As MJ's front was pressed gently against his, she felt compelled to gradually, teasingly sink down to her knees. She could feel his lingering adoration on her as she finally lowered herself down. Quickly, MJ caught him staring, catching him, biting his lip in the glow of the fairy lights they'd escaped from, because she couldn't help that sometimes being in the dark was sexier. Then she caught herself tracing the top of his jeans with her fingertips. Do you think they're um, Lucky Brand jeans? She's about to find out. (laughs) Lucky you. Oh, that's what it said. Lucky you. Yeah. So say, I am Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> my secret identity. The fuck. It must be high waisted jeans because it's long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MJ, he mumbled, slurring his words. Though MJ was certain his first and last shot was the blowjob from hours ago. Then her shoulders sank for a beat as she realized how much she hated the passage of time, the inevitable emptiness that came from saying goodbye. Peter's thumb grazed her cheekbone as he asked. You okay? She's about to give a blowjob. It's just like, this blowjob won't last long enough. <laughs> You're just thinking about like... If only this blowjob could last forever. <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> no one on the giving end I ever. I could just keep sucking on this till the end of time. I hope I get TMJ. <laughs> I've got great knees that won't hurt from being on them on the top of this roof for hours. <laughs> Uh, Maybe if I was on the couch eating pizza, yeah, yeah, but not blowing on the top of the roof. (laughs) Just time is so fleeting as she's tickling his testes. (laughs) 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 She answered with a smirk and a press of her palm against Peter's erection. Of course. (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. We all die eventually, she said as she sucked him. Okay, I'm back. His thumb his thumb moved back down to the corner of her lips, and she graciously accepted its entrance, slightly opening her mouth for him. Everything about this moment, from the way Peter shut his eyes as she unbuttoned his pants, dragging the denim all the way down until it fell around his ankles, to the way that she pressed her hot mouth against the cotton of his boxer briefs, fueled MJ with more power than she'd ever felt before. I love how she only slightly opened her mouth for him. It's like, I want you to want to graze my teeth along every inch of your penis on the way in. (laughs) Probably because she does have lockjaw from all the blowjobs. Probably, yeah. But with great power, (laughs) dot, 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 you look beautiful, he said, as she continued breathing against his erection. The words coming out of Peter's mouth sent pulses of arousal between her legs. Involuntarily, she squeezed her thighs harder, (laughs) shifting slightly as Peter continued to whisper filthy nothings. His fingers traveled softly through her hair. MJ slightly embarrassed at how much she had been sweating this entire damn night from her nerves. (laughs) Yet, Peter knew how to make her relax in a way that left her begging for more. MJ was unable to recall the last time she'd been so unbelievably ready to risk it all for a man. As she reminded herself she's having public sex on a semi-private property— Felicia would be proud. Finally, she cured Peter's desperate need for more by dipping her fingertips beneath his waistband. In the low light, she watched his Adam's apple bobbing slowly, jaw clenched with his fingers tensing near her. MJ licked her lips, swallowing every single shred of doubt she'd had since the millisecond she decided to go for a bartender instead of her actual date. Drinking Long Island. <laughs> when she... F- Just picturing Brad at home, playing N64 and... <laughs> Drunk off a of Long Island. Eating Cheetos. 
when she finally dragged her tongue from the base of his length to the tip, swirling it around before taking it all in, the whimper she heard from above her proved to MJ that this is the best decision she had made this summer. Oh, escaped Peter's lips, jagged and seemingly unprepared. All hints of attempted cockiness disappeared as MJ continued to hollow her cheeks, bobbing her head up and down, tasting him, taking him in as deep as she could. Fuck. Bobbing for Adam's apples over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so good, Danny. MJ slowly drew him out of her mouth, replacing the friction immediately with her hands. She pouted jokingly, looking up at Peter. Is it too much for you? Peter chuckled and MJ could feel the slight tug of her hair slipping in between his fingers. He paused, a question of curiosity in his eyes. She answered by resting her fingers atop his, curling his fingers for him, tugging first, gently, then, the second time, with more fervor. You mean, you like it when I do this? Peter asked, tugging again. She nodded, still looking up as her hand moved up and down his cock. Tell me you like it. You get me so wet when you do that to me, she said. For a beat, Peter was stunned. Then he grinned, grip tightening. You like that, Em? Mm, she said in a daze, forgetting the reason why her knees were sore. <laughs> she blinked herself back into the moment, straightening her position before taking Peter in her mouth again, this time ready to put on a show for Peter, knowing exactly what would make him come. She paused and asked, tell me what to do. Don't you think it would have been easier if he sat on the bar and she kind of leaned against it? Yeah. On International Women's Day, yeah. the least he could do is to support her back and her knees. I know. I think it's because she wanted to be in the dark. She said they left from the lights. I think the countertop had the fairy lights, and she wanted to get in the dark. Mm. Mysterious blowjob. Ooh. <laughs> What's the sound? It's a blowjob. Over there, out of the lights. <laughs> Who's in here? <laughs> it's too dark. Here comes Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't see Spider-Man. <laughs> she paused and asked, tell me what to do. Are you sure? Peter asked as her fingertips traced across his hot length. Do it, she said. A beat. Please. Wow, he sighed, nearly breathless. Put my cock in your mouth. She listened immediately, taking him in deep enough to feel the tip grazing the back of her throat as she used one hand to work the trick of hiding her gag reflex by squeezing her thumb between her fingers, just like her friends had taught her. Wait, what's that trick? Oh, professional. Wait, hide your gag reflex. Maybe if you squeeze your thumb so hard it pops off, <laughs> you can take a penis as far as you want. You do like a magic trick, like you remove your top of your thumb from the bottom? <laughs> Got your nose. <laughs> and he didn't even notice I gagged. <laughs> it's sleight of hand. <laughs> When I pulled the rabbit out of my hat, he didn't notice his dick was making me gag. He could put it all the way in. She moved up and down his erection like a champ. Peter's choked praises serving as a round of applause. His words only made her wetter. She could feel herself dripping down her inner thighs, squeezing them, unable to control herself and searching for some kind of friction, before finally shoving her free hand in between her legs. Two fingers slipped right along her clit moving in sloppy circles with the majority of her attention on Peter. Do you think it's hard to do when you're like doing one motion this way and another motion this it's way? It's like rubbing your belly and patting your head. And at the same time. <laughs> rubbing your clit and patting his head. Now, is she no longer doing the thumb thing? And then she's doing the thumb thing too. She's got so much happening here. 
Do you think she's using the thumb thing? Anyway. Oh, she's using the hidden thumb. She's like squeezing her thumb, but also using that. Yeah. Where's the thumb? No one knows. <laughs> and that what makes women amazing is that they can multitask. <laughs> yeah. Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> Peter continued to pull on her hair with just enough force, encouraging <laughs> with the force of a superhero. He flung her. <laughs> <laughs> with just enough force, encouraging her to swirl her tongue around him faster. Peter, whose Adonis-like body was an image she didn't think she could get tired of. Peter, whose breathing was uneven as he groaned, your mouth feels so good. All logical sense had already been thrown out the window hours ago, so she moaned around him, coaxing him for more comments like that. He giggled, in a way MJ hated that she thought was absurdly adorable while they were mid-fuck. <laughs> Wait, they're fucking? Well, throat-fucking. Throat-fucking, oh, okay. He cleared, his th- <laughs> he cleared his throat, and MJ noticed the way his knees started to tremble. Do you like being good for me, MJ? She continued to answer through a symphony of pleased whimpers around Peter's length. Good girl. MJ scrubbed her fingers against herself faster as if she could catch up to his level, but she couldn't help but join in the fun for herself. Suddenly, she could feel a pulse in her mouth at the same time Peter grunted, I'm cold, (laughs) before he could finish his sentence. MJ felt white heat coating her tongue. She continued to take him in as he throbbed inside of her mouth, his body hunching over her slightly, his hands now using her shoulders slightly for balance. In her best attempt to swallow with Peter still in, the corners of her eyes began tearing up. Time is so finite. <laughs> she- <laughs> Where do you think we go when we die? <laughs> <laughs> she forced her hand away from her own center, the goal of a second orgasm for the night suddenly further out of reach from her. Surely she could still achieve it. I'm, I'm picturing that instead of swallowing because it's a bunch of spider web, that she's doing like the magic <laughs> trick. And just like pulling an endless spider web out from her mouth. Like the endless scarf. <laughs> just webbing. Don't say so seriously because it's a spider web. As though we've all like yeah. <laughs> As if that's canon. Yeah, like we, we know his jizz is web. A spider web of jizz. <laughs> Spooger web. Is it Spooger web or Spooger web? Spooger web. <laughs> the war wages on. Definitely Spooger web. <laughs> Peter's body moved away from above MJ. She started to push herself up from the ground only for Peter to start sinking to the ground, too, landing softly on his own knees. People hate their knees. I was like, is there, are they in quicksand? This is getting crazy. This is the stuff of youth. Yeah. Youthy people can do this. Mm-hmm. He pressed a searing kiss on her lips, her tongue slipping into his mouth as an immediate reflex as her body surged forward to wrap her arms around Peter's neck. His chest, from just her observation, was still tense, catching up on his own breath. She could nearly feel his heartbeat pounding against her body and wondered if he could feel hers too. For the first time tonight, MJ considered keeping Peter in her life when the night was over. An extended one-night stand, a booty call perhaps, but then he grasped her just a touch tighter and she could hear the way he inhaled the air around her. And sometimes it would be nice to be held for more than just a night. God damn it. She sighed, sinking into him. Come home with me, MJ insisted without a second thought or any thought at all, other than hoping Felicia wasn't home because of their thin walls. The next 30 seconds were unbearable. Still wet, extra horny. Oh, a Patreon. (laughs) Is he a dog? (laughs) Extra horny and slowly rediscovering her impatience. (laughs) MJ was shocked at how many actual legitimate thoughts passed through her mind as she waited for Peter's response. Then, he said, 
Let's go. Nice. Let's go. Now we can use the homecoming title for this episode. Yeah. Heck yeah. Good things are worth waiting for. <laughs> Peter hopped up gracefully, extending his hand to her. She gladly accepted his offer, still not over how naturally his fingers intertwined with her own once she reached for his hand. He pulled her up gently, taking one look around the entire rooftop before ushering both of them back down to the main bar. Silence took over. The only sound MJ could focus on was their respective shoes clanking against the metal staircase on the way down. It may have been the only sound she wanted to hear right now, desperately escaping from her earlier thoughts about Peter, about a potential future with Peter in it. She went from booty call to boo real quick. Truly. She's in. Yeah, booty call to emergency call. (laughs) What's it? Your emergency contact. (laughs) From a one night stand (sighs) to reading glasses on the nightstand. (laughs) (laughs) Those are part of my vows. That's good. Yeah. To Marco. You already had those worked out. I like that. It's romantic. She shook her head, giggling to herself. What's funny, Peter asked. I, I just, I just didn't think I'd be going home with you tonight, she admitted. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, he responded shyly, though the way his hand traveled down the small of her back wasn't shy at all. We'll have to wait and see, MJ shrugged. She pulled out her phone, seeing a notification of 37 unread messages from the Hoetry Club. Oh, wow. And immediately shoved her phone back in her pocket. She said, let's call a cab. As they waited outside in the hot summer heat, MJ couldn't help but feel so small surrounded by the tall buildings she had always known. An overwhelming wave of curiosity surged through her body as she saw the scattered glow from lighted windows around her. Millions of people in the city. Hundreds of people in that bar alone throughout the night. And yet, every single decision in her life had led her to this very person next to her. She's romantic. Wow. Peter's like, I'm going to get pizza tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, I wonder what Brad's doing now. (laughs) The thought bubbles are so different. Every decision I've ever made my entire life has led me straight to you. Beginning with the Big Bang and evolution. (laughs) Had I not had that second blowjob shot, who knows where we could have been this evening? (laughs) Who knows who I could be blowing right now? (laughs) Could have been anyone. (laughs) The flap of a butterfly's wings opened my legs. (laughs) (laughs) The flap of a butterfly's wings opened my butterfly wings. (laughs) Finally, a cab pulled right in front of them. Peter slipped in first, as he tends to do. (laughs) How convenient. And she scooted to the middle, not wanting to waste any opportunity to feel his touch. Her head fell on his shoulder, facing the same window he was peering out of. The ride was quiet after MJ greeted the taxi driver and provided her address. She closed her eyes as she rested against Peter, and that peculiar feeling about the future crashed back. There had been quite a few hookups in her life all of which she had no serious regrets in having. But tonight, Peter, something about him was different. (laughs) Something was calling to her. Something that made her want him around longer. Her spidey senses were tingling. (laughs) Oh, yeah. MJ felt a slight poke on her shoulder and blinked awake the second she felt Peter's touch again. It was his dick. (laughs) Yeah. My boner. (laughs) We're here, she answered. (laughs) What if he webbed her awake? (laughs) Right in the face. <laughs> Apparently, Marco's dad would wake him up by taking whipped cream and, like, drowning him <laughs> with this, like, spray can of whipped cream in the morning. Whipped cream boarding him? <laughs> yeah, he would get whipped cream boarded. Uh. 
<sighs> and so sometimes he does it to me, and I'm like, please just let me enjoy this whipped cream. It's the only <laughs> calorie I'm having before the wedding. Do you sometimes fake sleep just so he'll do it? He'll whipped cream board you? No, no, he's never whipped cream boarded me. Oh, okay. And he better not. I would die. <laughs> Put that in the vows. <laughs> I would die as I lived. Mouthful of whipped cream. <laughs> We're here, she answered his statement with a yawn, both of them hopping out of the cab after Peter had offered to pay for the toll. Got a lot of tips tonight. So did I. <laughs> Just one. Just the tip. <laughs> a chuckle left her lips as she nudged him. He nudged back. Once the cab was nowhere to be seen, MJ finally realized how permanent this felt. Peter, standing right beside her, waiting for her permission to go in. <laughs> did they get married on the drive home? She's like, what are we? <laughs> He's like, we met two hours ago. What is this? Like, this has escalated so fast. <laughs> I do give you a blowjob shot. I also do give you a blowjob shot. <laughs> With this cock ring, Ivy Web. <laughs> Ivy Web. Kids <laughs> 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 do she was more than slightly unprepared for Peter to see her home, as she remembered how she had no time to clean up her room after picking her outfit because she was afraid of running late. Ha! Huh. The air between them still crackled, popping static as her nerves seemed to get the best of her. There was a slight jitter to her hands as they dumbly hovered over the keypad, her brain short-circuiting as she momentarily forgot the four-digit code. She's like, well, our anniversary was November 10th. <laughs> I've already changed it to the time I took the blood job shot. <laughs> 1047. <laughs> what if it was his birthday? And she's like, he's like, how did you get that? She pauses. She's like, real quick, what's your birthday? And she changes it in front of him. And he's like, uh, 911. She changes it, locks it, and then <laughs> enters it to get back in. <laughs> she could hardly be blamed, though, with the way his hand rested gently against the small of her back, the warmth of him so close to her was dizzying. And it continued as she finally got that damn door open, pulling her keys from the inside of her purse. Thank God I'm on the first floor, she cracked a joke, finding herself impossibly breathless. She didn't look, but she knew he was smiling at her. He hummed, still so close to her, his hand now on her hip as he walked with her. Definitely. This guy's looking for an escape plan right now. He hasn't said one word. He's checking the windows. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do I get out of here? Made a mistake yet again. <laughs> And the roof, it should have landed. <laughs> Just so I could get some head. <laughs> the butterflies in her stomach, the same ones that had been there all night and that caused this whole thing, <laughs> felt as if they were about to spontaneously combust. Closer and closer, they got to her door with each echoing step. The heat that had never really gone out only burned hotter, and she felt the prick, <laughs> the prickling anticipation crawling up her spine as she fumbled with the lock. She threw a sheepish smile over her shoulder as she struggled for a moment. The damn thing never really worked the first time anyway, before she practically kicked the door open. <laughs> and the way Peter grinned back only made her melt even more. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the door shut behind them with a soft click, the sound making her breath catch. When they both faced a dark living room, a sense of relief blanketed her, knowing Felicia wasn't home, like she had hoped. Peter's hand left her side, and she had to pretend the spot where he'd been touching her didn't feel a little colder in his absence as he started to look around, politely taking in the apartment. Welcome to my MJ offer. Sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're trapped. You're a spider, man. <laughs> For the rest of your life. Do it. Do it, Ellie. <laughs> Peter Parker, yes. you're never going to lose. <laughs> Welcome to my, I mean, our humble book. As he rips off his, yeah. his MJ face and it's him. It's William Defoe. F-A-U-X. <laughs> Thanks for the blowjob on the roof. Parker. Thanks for the blowjob on the roof, Peter Parker. <laughs> Friend or Defoe? <laughs> We're going to have beautiful children. <laughs> Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> sort of like more of a get out kind of story. <laughs> more of a get out than a come on in. <laughs> Did not have Allie's killer William Dafoe station on my... 2022 Wango board. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> Peter turned to look at her. His hands now shoved in his pockets. This is nice. Yeah, MJ swallowed. Another beat passed, the silence filled by the dull roar of blood rushing in her ears. And then the horror struck. <gasps> When she remembered that her room was still a mess. Oh, no. <laughs> that was really turning. I'll, uh, I'll be right back, she said. Peter said something in reply, but she didn't hear, already darting across the apartment and down the hallway. Oh, it wasn't as bad as she thought it'd be. But she still took a moment and dropped her purse next to her bedside table and plugged her phone into the charger. It's just pumpkin bombs everywhere. <laughs> What's a pumpkin bomb? <laughs> it's what um, the Green Goblin throws out. <laughs> Oh. Like releases a, releases a gas. My room is messy. <laughs> Panic set in as she rushed to straighten out the comforter on her bed and pick up every piece of clothing that had been tossed aside as she'd gotten ready and haphazardly shoved into her closet. If she was a little out of breath when she returned, Peter didn't seem to notice. Do you do you want anything to drink? Some water? Because she was not about to fuck this guy without first asking if he was thirsty. She was a good, kind, polite hostess, and she had manners. Peter's eyes widened a fraction, his brows raised briefly. Oh, uh, sure. Let me go moisture farm you some. <laughs> Her heart raced as she disappeared into the kitchen. She's like Mrs. Doubtfire right now. She is like panic running away from it's him. Just an apartment. It's like the dinner scene where he's going back and forth from Miranda oh, to no. his boss. <laughs> So good. Met some cute waitress in the bathroom. <laughs> Hello. Her heart raced as she disappeared in the kitchen. Taking a moment to draw in a deep, slow breath, she closed her eyes. She tried to steady herself again, the anticipation of the night ahead making her knees annoyingly unstable and wobbly as she grabbed two glasses from the cabinet and the Brita filter from the fridge, sponsored, and was overly <laughs> mindful not to spill. He was already sitting on the couch by the time she got back. Thanks. He smiled as she handed him the glass, and he took a slow, single sip before placing it on the coffee table. This guy knows he's getting another blow job tonight. <laughs> I gotta rehydrate, just in case. <laughs> of course, she replied casually, but also not at all casually, sitting herself right next to him, not even bothering to take a drink from her water. It was funny, almost enough to make her laugh, how they both seemed to be struck with this sudden timidness, how they both seemed to be waiting for the other to do something, anything. The anticipation had her squirming ever so slightly in her seat. 
her fingers tapping against her glass, and she had already felt the heat swirling at the bottom of her stomach. She's like, is something wrong? Is there a riff in our relationship? <laughs> Babe, You're so distant. You seem quiet. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> if it's about the kids' names, I'll compromise. <laughs> Fine, you can use your father's name as the middle name. Uh, you're acting so much like your mother. <laughs> Does Peter have parents? Oh. I don't think no, so. No, he just has an oh. Aunt May. Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Fine, we can call her May. Fine. <laughs> now, she very much wanted to continue where they left off, to putting it politely, uh, jumping his bones. Or at least one in particular. Hey-o. Hey-o, MJ. <laughs> Most importantly, she wanted that second orgasm she had just narrowly missed out on earlier. And really, as she sat with him, feeling the press of his warm thigh against hers, the subtle way his arm that had been draped over the back of the couch fall forward, his hand brushing her shoulder, she thought, what was stopping her now? So, uh, confidence. Without another thought, she sat up, swinging her leg over and climbing into his lap. The look of pleasant surprise on his face was cute. She made a mental note of this in the time that she had to think, but it was a stark contrast to the sinful glint in his eyes as he wrapped an arm around her waist. A Tony Stark contrast? Well done. Uh, oh. Ooh. Hi, he said, flashing a cheeky grin, <laughs> chuckling in a way that made the butterflies in her stomach go fucking bonkers. Hey, she managed, suddenly <laughs> breathless. And because time was of the essence here, for no real reason, she surged forward, feeling that sense of finally as her lips captured his in a searing kiss. His mouth was hot and pliable as it moved with hers, as he drank her in, his hands just as greedy as they had been at the bar as they roamed her body again, as if for the first time. It was all so dizzying, her body thrumming with heat, skin alight as he reeled her in closer, as his tongue swiped over her bottom lip, slipping into her mouth. Her hands were tangled in his hair, fistful of curls between her fingers as he tilted her head, deepening the kiss. The light tug she gave coaxed a soft moan from him, one that she wanted to hear again and again and louder. More. Her cheeks burned as he did it again, wet heat pooling between her legs at the sounds of their soft, shuddering sighs and smacking lips. Really, that was all she heard at this point, the world around them completely forgotten. If aliens were to come back right now... She would have absolutely no idea, and frankly, she wouldn't care. (sighs) Quick note, I wonder if if aliens were to come back right now, does that mean that they were in the Marvel Universe for the attack on New York, and this is later? This feels like it fits in the canon timeline. Yeah. Just saying, just saying that- Just run it out there. If you're going to dive deep into the literature, I do believe that this, uh, the attack on New York happened. (laughs) If you came to hear deep pulls from canon, then you are in the right place. (laughs) Per usual. (laughs) Okay, you ready? When the episode ends, check your underpants, scissor, web, spread or not. There we go. Are you starting a family with this new boyfriend or no? Okay, what do you got? Ladies first on this International Women's Day. Mm. Oh, I thank you, Danny. Allie, let's do the women first and then the winner of the Music League. Winners first. <laughs> let's see. Um, <laughs> I think I have to be web spread. I mean, he uh, webbed himself. They came home. They're practically married now and madly in love. And they're about to hook up again. So, you know, the most common natural flow of a one-night stand. <laughs> Lens. 
my web is spread. And I also really just love that we're seeing this side of MJ that's getting nervous because she has a crush. And I think that that's really sweet. And I think now they're going to homecoming, hook it up. And and she's going to be like, are you spending the night? I already predict that. My prediction is she's going to be like, are you spending the night? And we're getting brunch and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're moving in. <laughs> I'm going to drop you off at your shift. And I'll see you there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. My web is spread, especially because I love that we had a great title name last week that we saved here. Because, you know, just like... MJ doesn't know how long a good blowjob can last. You never know what's going to happen to these episodes. Mm. So I love that we made it all the way home because that we would have might have had to delay the episode title again. We didn't have to do any of that. It was absolute perfection. And I love her inner monologue, even if it is scaring me from commitment. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Even if it's making me fear a lifetime of commitment, uh, I'm glad that she's thinking about it. Even if we are collectively (laughs) terrified by everything happening in her mind. Fully agree. And and William Defoe with an X is Mm. killing me. Canon, (laughs) fanon. It's I love it. Top to bottom. (laughs) It's the least I could bring to this pod. Well, that was great. What a good episode. We have two more episodes left of the season, and then we are wrapped with season 20. So yeah, next week we will be recording the penultimate. And God, what a good story. I'm so sad to see it end. Yep. Get your songs in, and uh, we love you. Bye. Bye. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. 